Psalm 106, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. This psalm, Psalm 106, begins and ends with a call to praise the Lord. And in between is a telling of the history of God's people. From the time God brought them out of slavery in Egypt through the time of the judges. And we learn in this history of God's people that God is good and his love endures forever. And that should cause his people to give thanks to him. But we see in this telling of the history of God's people in Psalm 106 that despite God's goodness, his people were consistently ungrateful. God was always good, but his people kept being ungrateful. This started already right after God brought his people out of the slavery in Egypt. God did the ten plagues, miracle after miracle, to bring his people out of slavery. And as they were leaving Egypt, they came to the Red Sea with the Egyptians chasing behind them. And already right there, God's people started complaining. We should have just stayed in slavery in Egypt. But then God delivered his people. He parted the Red Sea so they could cross on dry ground. After that, the people praised the Lord. Beyond the Red Sea was a wilderness. And in that wilderness, God's people were constantly complaining about food and water. Even after God miraculously gave them bread every day, six, or six days a week, and quail to miraculously fly into their camps, they were still ungrateful but God remained good to them. At Mount Horeb, God made a display of his power for the people, thunder and lightning. And even after God's people saw that display of his power, while this display of God's power was still going on, they made a golden calf to worship instead, as if that was a good representation of the Lord Almighty. And yet God was still good to them. He was patient. He didn't destroy them as they deserved because one man still trusted in God and prayed that he not destroy his people. God brought his people to the doorstep of the promised land. And because God is so good, he told them to go look at it. Go look at the promised land so that they could appreciate this blessing that God was going to give them. And then the people doubted that God could really give them this promised land. And so because of that doubt and ungratefulness, the people wandered in the wilderness for 40 years before they were allowed to go in. But then God miraculously brought them into the promised land and God gave enemy after enemy into the hands of his people. And God told them that as they did this, they should destroy everyone so that this place could be the land of God's people just for them. And of course, God's people didn't listen. So then they were influenced by the worship of false gods that was all around them. And they 
prostituted themselves figuratively and literally to the worship of false gods. They even committed child sacrifice. Throughout the history of the judges, this kept happening, this worship of false gods. There's almost this repeating cycle where God's people would turn from him toward the worship of false gods. God would allow a nation to come in and oppress his people so they could see the seriousness of their sin. And then God would miraculously save them. All so that God could call them back to himself. God is good. Throughout this whole history of God's people that is told in Psalm 106, we see that God is good. But his people never learned that lesson for long. There was one character in this whole story who stayed faithful throughout the whole thing, and that is the Lord. We are tempted to hear this story of God's people and think how ridiculous it is that they kept turning toward false gods, kept turning toward sin, away from the true God. They were saved so many times. How could they do that? And that's true. It is ridiculous. But then we have to take a look in the mirror and see that we act just like God's Old Testament people. We have turned time and time again to sin. Does our faith not waver every time we go through some problem in this life? We tend to get a tunnel vision when we're going through some trouble where we can only see the trouble in front of us and we forget about all of God's goodness that he has given to us in the past. It's like we can only focus on this one thing that's bothering us instead of remembering all the goodness that our God gives to us. We forget that we contribute to this evil in the world. When we are tempted to question God and his goodness, we ought to stop and realize, no, I'm the one who's been unfaithful to God, not the other way around. I'm the one who has hurt people around me by my words and actions. I'm the one who has thought evil thoughts. God is the one who is good and whose love never fails. I'm the one who has always kept turning back to sin, back to doubt. Who has the patience for someone like that? Who has the patience for me? Why has God not just given up on me and destroyed me? Well, because God is good. It's who he is. And it's what he does. God is good to us. God was good to his people in the Old Testament. And he is still good to us today. God doesn't change. He is always good. So when we are tempted to focus on the one thing that's troubling us in our lives, we take a step back and look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture that we did deserve death and hell. We've sinned against the Almighty God after all. But God didn't give us death and hell. Instead, he gave us life. Physical life 
so we can keep on breathing and keep on hearing the gospel that we get to hear that Jesus died on the cross to take away all of our sins. And through that death on the cross, he has given us eternal life with him in heaven. We were by nature in the slavery of sin. We could do nothing but sin apart from God. But then God sent his son, Jesus, to save us and free us from that sin. Those sins are forgiven. God was so patient with his Old Testament people, not only because he wanted to be good to them, but because he wanted to be good to us too. He preserved his Old Testament people even when they keep, kept turning to false gods so that one day, through those people, God would bring the Savior of the world, Jesus. God preserved his people in order to save you through the work Jesus did for you on the cross. And God is still patient with his people. He is still there being good, patiently giving you forgiveness of sins for every, every sin, every doubt, every confusion you have about God. He's there patiently giving you forgiveness through the work Jesus did for you. God is good. He's been good to his people, and he is good to us. Let's learn the lesson from Psalm 106, that God was always there to save them. They never needed to doubt God or turn to other gods. God was always there to save them, and he's always saved us. He's brought us this far. He's brought us to this point in our lives where we can keep hearing the gospel. He's brought us here tonight so that we can hear that Jesus died on the cross to forgive all of our sins and so that we know we have an eternal life in heaven to look forward to. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Even the fact that we get to thank him is a gift purely given out of God's goodness. We don't deserve to be able to thank him. We didn't deserve the gift of God's son. We don't deserve God to look with favor on us even now, but he does and he did. So we get to thank him. God gives us the gift of being able to thank him, even though our thanks could never reach the goodness that God has given us. God does smile on the things we do to thank him. Like a father smiles on the artwork his two-year-old daughter gives to him. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. No matter what family trouble you're going back to this week, we know that God is good. You can look for proof that God is good on the cross where Jesus came to die and forgive all of your sins. So at all times and in every place, it is right to give thanks to God. And how much more thanks should I give to God if I'm going home after this to wake up tomorrow and be with a family that I love? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Amen.